0: Alright. What's up, everybody? My name's Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, LLC, where the deal is already done. Now, I'm coming to you guys live, Facebook and Instagram, for uh, episode 47 of Goals and Updates. Now, what's up, man? What up, yo? I kind of like saw it and had a wave to you, yo. I got, I think it's Thomas Outcast Vision. Yeah, I think that's Thomas. What's up, Thomas? But uh, so yeah, so we're going live Facebook and Instagram, and we're on episode 47 of Goals and Updates. Um, and what I'm, yeah, I gotta, I gotta reach out to you, man. I gotta reach out to the uh, Eli comes on these a lot, so I gotta reach out to Eli too. So I'll, re- I'll reach out to you after the episode and see what you're doing. Um, so this is episode 47 of Goals and Updates. <laughs> so episode 47 of goals and updates and uh so we're going to be doing on monday and wednesday at i'm going to try to do them at 4 p.m today i was late because i had to stay and work on a report at work so i got back a little bit late so today i'm going to talk about world adventures talking to yourself in the mirror bouncing back mentally as quickly as possible and i'll talk about done deal investments and then we'll probably end it from there so i'm going to We'll start off by talking about World Ventures. So I always do this. It's normally either I do a charity or I do um, I talk about something that I'm doing. So World Ventures is a way to travel at a fraction of the cost. I signed up with them and partnered up with them. So if you want to um, learn more about World Ventures and how you can personally go and travel at a fraction of the cost, this is probably more for like your grandparents. It's really for any age, but your grandparents are probably traveling a lot more. They're retired. They probably want to travel more. Um, Even if you yourself, maybe you just graduated college, you got a good job, and now you're like, all right, I want to travel like at least once a year, maybe like twice a year. This is a great way to start um, basically going on any vacations you want, like Greece, Italy, Rome. Uh, You can even use it for – like car rentals, me you have to rent a car and you want some points. Sorry, I hate when this ah oh, no, hit the wrong button. Sorry, Instagram, hit the wrong button. Just trying to get this off. I'm gonna silence it so it doesn't come over the intercom. Um, it's like my phone's linked, so it comes through. But World Ventures is just a way where you can basically like, use your expenses, everyday expenses, to gain points and then get travel discounts and that's really all it comes down to and like that's what i used when i went to dc i saved a bunch of money through them um the car rental service kind of ripped me off only for the fact that i'm 23 and they have this stupid rule if you're under 25 they can charge you fees so i ended up renting the car for seven days and then they charged me like 25 dollars a day so you know i ended up paying like 200 extra dollars on that one but that's not world ventures that's the it's the stupid regulations that we have in um in, in the United States, basically, if you're under 25, a car rental place can charge you um, underage fees, which is stupid. But, world, <clears throat> so reach out to me if you want to learn more how to travel and get discounts. Um, that's World Ventures, by the way. World Ventures known for a bunch of different things. The thing that I'm talking about is dream trips. So, if you want to learn more about that, reach out to me and and I'll I'll uh, I'll talk to you more about it and, and show you how to work it and use it and all that stuff, all the good stuff. Uh so what I'm going to start out by talking about today is talking to yourself in the mirror. Now this is something I do every no I don't want to say every single day. But I'll say like majority of the time that I need a bounce back or I need something that's going to um to make me feel like this day is going to be like the perfect day. I constantly listen to a motivational video in the morning while I'm getting ready, maybe brushing my teeth, um and I and I look at myself in the mirror which everyone should be doing anyways, if you're getting ready for um, for work, school, whatever you're trying to do in the morning, you're gonna be looking at yourself in the mirror anyways, you might as well talk to yourself. And I always tell myself, what like, all right, if I want, let's say I have to go to work, right? And I know I have to do a report and I'm like, all right, like, like this, there's a lot like writing on this report, I'm gonna tell myself, you're gonna kill it, right? Like you're gonna kill that report, you're gonna do so well. And even though it sounds really stupid and ridiculous, just try it because I'm telling you it's gonna work because the reason I talk to myself in the mirror in the morning every single day almost is because you're the most influenced in the morning. So if you're having a really rough day in the morning, it's gonna carry over through your whole entire day and it's gonna destroy you. So, I mean, I'm sure you guys have had this before where like you're having a really bad day and you're just like, oh man, like, I don't know why, you know, I was doing good in the morning now I'm halfway through the day and I'm struggling just to get by in the, in the day and I feel like crap and like it just doesn't feel like a great day, it's most likely because you didn't brace yourself in the morning for the rest of the day and something happened where it, it just caused you to flip upside down basically and now you're having a really rough, terrible day. That's why I talk to myself. Um, I, don't, I don't have any stats to tell you that it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the best for everyone I just know that through time, as I've been going, you know, through my, my mornings and every single day, and I'm trying to get better as I go through, when I talk to myself and I listen to some type of motivational message in the morning, um, most of the time I probably listen to like uh, Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Les Brown I've been really listening to. Uh, he, he's the one that I've, I think he's the, he's the one that I posted. He's um, I'm trying to think of how I can describe Les Brown. Because a lot of people really don't know. I don't think a lot of people know Les Brown. Every, every single time I, I bring up Les Brown, no one knows who I'm talking about. But um, he's he, I recently, I think like last week, posted a couple of his videos. I'll keep posting his videos. I like Les Brown a lot. Um, he, he just talks about the truth. Hang on. That guy's crazy. So Tony Robbins, Les Brown. The one I recently posted was la- – um, I think it was last week towards the end of the week – with um, our, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So that guy was, obviously everyone knows who that guy is. He was governor of California. He um, originally started off before movies and acting. He did, um, I can't think of the thing. He, he basically bodybuilt. And people told him like he wasn't gonna be able to do anything basically. And he was an immigrant. Um, I forgot where, he, I think he came from Germany, I think. Um, he was a German immigrant. And basically, he wanted to act. Actually, I don't think he started acting. I think he did do the bodybuilding. But I think he did have a desire to go acting. And people said because of his body tone and stuff like that after he won. Um, I can't think of the competition, the bodybuilding competition. But it was, I got to get more information on that one. But I don't know the competition. I know that he wanted to be one of the, the, the most well-known bodybuilders. And he ended up doing it. He ended up winning. And then people were like, all right, what are you going to do now since you've won this bodybuilding contest? And he's like, I'm going to go and be an actor. And people laughed at him. People said, you're not going to be able to be an actor because your body type, you're, you're too built, your body's too big. And I, I think, I think that's when he did the Terminator, if I'm not mistaken. I think he did the first movie he ever did, I think was the Terminator. And I was like, we all know that that one went well for him. That was a good investment for himself. But um, So that's that's talking to yourself in the mirror. But I would say honestly, like start you know start out maybe once a week or maybe twice a week because you're probably not gonna do it every single every single day. But um, give me a sec, guys. Hang. On. I to close I had to close this door because I hate when it echoes out the hallway. Kind of drives me nuts. So talking to yourself is something that like a lot of people are probably going to be like, oh, that's really stupid. I don't want to do that. Just try it. You know, you're never going to know if you don't try. I, um, when I first started doing it, I I noticed like my whole entire day or my whole entire mood would, would change. And it it actually, those are the days where I could actually go a full day and like little things would happen and it wouldn't bother me at all. Because I talked to myself in the morning, like, all right, you're going to be the best let's say I wanted to go and do like sales that day or something. You're going to be the best person to talk to right now. And you're going to sell a bunch of people. And like, you just tell yourself what you want, like what you want to achieve. So if you want to be like the most wealthiest person in the world, just talk to yourself in the mirror and just be like, I'm going to be the most wealthiest person in the world. And you'll feel it. You'll literally feel it. And you'll move on throughout the day. And you'll feel like you're going to conquer that. Um, The hard part is obviously sticking with it like every single day. So I don't do it every single day. That's why I was kind of like skeptical to say I was going to do it every single day. I do it probably at least three or four times, especially on the days where I feel I don't feel um, I don't feel up to a challenge. So like if I have to talk myself off the ledge, basically is like the famous line I always like to say. I w- I would talk myself off the ledge. So instead of going through a day and I'm like, oh, this is the crappiest day. I don't want to do anything. I would literally try to talk myself into um you know just like oh finish out this day strong like golf it's the same concept with golf like I go and play golf uh once a week every Sunday right and most people if they go and it's like they uh because the obviously everyone knows like golf you're supposed to do the shortest amounts of strokes to get the ball into the hole right so a hole in ones obviously that's what you're aiming for the whole entire game but most people, you know, sometimes it takes you seven to eight tries. Well, most people at the eighth try or more or strokes, they, they'll give up. They'll just be like, oh, I'm not going to keep continuing. I'm going to move on to the next hole. And this happened to a couple of times when I played with, like, my mom and, like, the, the same people we played with once in a while. They, they would quit. They're just, ah, oh, like, I'm giving up, right? But I don't do that. I have a mentality of, like, I got to finish it all the way through. So even if I was on like, all right, it took me 11 or 12 like strokes to get it towards the the green to putt, I'd still would try to get it in the hole, even if it took me like 12 or 13 tries. And the reason for that is like, I'm mentally trying to get myself like, all right, I'm not a quitter. I'm going to keep going. Like no matter what's coming my way, I'm going to keep going. Um, and that's something, the reason I link that with the talking to yourself in the mirrors, because that's what you're doing, basically, like you're talking yourself off the ledge in the morning basically saying like i don't care what happens today i'm gonna physically go out and crush it right so that's kind of it's the same thing as like we just had new year's so like new year's you're doing the same thing most people wait until new year's and they're like you know the ball drops and they're like oh it's a brand new year i'm gonna go kill it 2019 right and you're talking to yourself off the ledge. You're talking yourself off the ledge, saying like, "All right, I'm gonna go kill 2019." And most people start off really well in the beginning, like maybe like, half, you know, halfway through January or even towards February, and then most people quit. Why? Because they stop talking themselves off the ledge. That's what happens. You're amped up. You talked yourself for 2019 off the ledge, and then you committed, right, for about maybe a, a half month, maybe a month. And then you stop talking yourself off the ledge and then you, you gave up. That's normally what happens with weight, going to the gym, working on yourself, uh, committing to school, you know, committing through that whole entire long process of school, anything you can think of, like work, anything. It's because you stop talking yourself off that ledge. Um, and that's what I learned. So I, I learned like if I would just do something in the morning to uh, generate. And by the way, I never like, this is new to me too. Like, so I'm telling you guys this, like the talking to yourself and like the whole talking to yourself in the mirror and trying to talk to yourself to go do it. I, I never thought of it that way. So, you know, it took it, I started doing this probably like, a, like maybe like two, maybe three months ago. And the reason I started doing that was because I ended up meeting with my uncle and my uncle said to me, like, you're making calls too late because I was making a, uh, I was trying to make like sales calls and cold calls at like, I'd say maybe like five, 5 PM and then above. And he was like, you're kind of, you're kind of catching people when they're getting off work during rush hour. And he's like, people have already had their whole entire day pass. And they're already like kind of pissed off at like probably something happened at work. They're in traffic. Something's happening where like they've already gone through and they've already decided what kind of day they were having. They're they're." they are the most influenced in the morning. Like that's why you're supposed to call them at like 7.30, 8 in the morning. That's why you normally start sales calls at early, early, early in the morning because most people are more, you know, they didn't they didn't start their day and they're not more agitated at that time. So I thought about it and I was like, you know, he's right because every single time I've had a bad day, something happened to me early in the morning, like you get stuck in traffic normally, like especially if you're going to, to school early at like eight in, 8 in the morning or 7.30 in the morning, uh, you have that that rush hour gap of traffic. And like it always pissed me off and it would, it would throw off my whole entire day or like someone cuts you off. I realized that early. Um, so yeah, so that's that's why I started realizing like talking to myself off the ledge or talking to myself really worked in the morning and that's something that I recommend like people try. Like just try it. Like you're probably, you're probably talking to yourself right now going, oh, this kid's like full of shit. I'm telling you just try it for a couple days. Like even if you just tried it for a day, see what happens. Play a motivational video in the morning. That's what I'm trying to get the Facebook by the way. So like if you're on Instagram right now and like, uh, you know, um, you're not watching it off Facebook, go to my, that's what my Facebook platform is really built for. It's going to be more towards like video content and like motivational stuff. And um, you know, what you should be doing to motivate yourself every single day to get to where you want to get. So you want to get from point A to point B in your life, you know, use these, use these motivational videos to get you amped to go and do it. Or, uh, the little strategies they have in them. Um, that's, that's what my Facebook is used for. So go to my Facebook and you'll see some of the videos, like some motivational videos over there. Um, but I'm trying to think, um, And I try to switch it up. I don't try to use the same person over and over. I don't try to use like Les Brown every single day. I don't try to use like Tony Robbins all the time. I try to use different people. um, But, and that's what I try to do on like the Facebook platform. I try to mix it up a little bit. So like, you're not getting like, if you don't like, let's say like, you don't like Tony Robbins. I don't know who wouldn't like Tony Robbins, but you don't like Tony Robbins. Then it, you know, then go use this guy, Les Brown or go use Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. Or, you know what I mean? So, that's, that's really what I'm trying to do is, is trying to make the Facebook platform more accessible to, like, more people. And uh, I'm really trying to create it more of a community. Honestly, like, there's a lot of negative people, yo. And, like, that's, that's really why I'm making, like, these live streams. It's really why I'm, I'm trying to go more into, like, public speaking and do uh, motivational speaking. is because there's just so much negativity in, in the whole entire world. Like, not even just in the United States, like, worldwide – that I feel like I could definitely make a difference if I could somehow figure out how to uh, mo- like motivate more people in life. And the funny thing is we're all different. Like I, you know, I have um, I have dreams of of creating a, a successful business, but that might not be your vision. Your vision might be, um, you know, like for Thomas is on here, Thomas wants to be a rapper. So, you know, Thomas has, you know, rapping's hard because a lot of people are telling you that it's like, uh, you know, impossible almost. You, you know, you have to be lucky to make it, but you know, Thomas can do it, right? Uh, it's fine. I quit. Uh, yeah. So, so for Thomas, Thomas has to literally overcome all that negativity and Thomas has to push through that noise and he's got to push back at a frequency that's going to basically make him, um, you know, he's got to basically motivate himself in a way. That's the hard part. You got to motivate yourself. So, you know, and, Tom, and Thomas can do it. I mean, Thomas has been going at, uh, I think, rapping now for, like... Uh, Thomas, how long have you been trying to rap now? Like, four, like four years now? I think, he, I think he's been doing it for four years. I'm hoping he's going to comment on here, but... But I think Thomas has been rapping for, like, four years. But, like, when he first started, I'm sure there's a lot of people... Yes, four to five years. I was going to say five, and then I was like, you know what, I'm... I, If it's not five and he says four, I'm (laughs) I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to like try to under it. And then if it's more, he'll tell me. Yeah. So you said four to five years. So the, the hard part with that is like, you got to really try to motivate yourself. And it's really hard to motivate yourself because the, I had this conversation with my cousin where like, cause he, he's a business person. He's way, way ahead of me in business. Uh, I, I, he started, I think he started like a year more, he's like a year ahead of me on business. But um, we had this conversation because we both kind of hit rock bottom at one point, And I gave him the, the, the Grant Cardone book. I talked about this in the last one, the 40, episode 46. But it was more and we we're going to like mental thing. And, and he, was, he told me that entrepreneurs are their own worst enemies because you kind of you screw yourself. Like you doubt yourself sometimes or you, you hit a pocket where like you're, you're like, I don't think I can do this so the same thing's going to happen probably with Thomas or it probably has, you know, he's been doing it for four or five years. So I'm sure it's happened at some point where he had to overcome himself. He had to overcome his mindset and he had to motivate himself. Uh, but I didn't know what I wanted. I uh, realized there's so much hatred in the world and I just want to inspire and motivate through music. Uh, they say I can't do it because it's too different. Got to keep motivating myself for real. Yeah. So See the crazy part too is like most people are probably going to see this on Facebook. He, I'm, on, I'm also on Instagram. So he's commenting through Instagram. So you're not going to see this on Facebook. But um, <clears throat> basically what Thomas is telling me is he wants to motiv- He agrees with me that there's a lot of negative people in the world. He wants to go and motivate people through music. That's why he chose rapping in the music industry. He wants to go and inspire people through music which I I mean like he's doing, he's doing a pretty good job. He's like every single time I go on there, he's, he's doing something different. So that's a good sign. And the other thing too, is he's getting more, um, I I noticed that you're getting a lot more, uh, like views. So you're obviously doing something right. If you're getting more, uh, more views and more interaction and engagement. So that's a good thing, man. Um, but yeah, see, and he even said, I got to keep motivating myself. So, That's, you know, I don't think anyone would disagree with me on that, but the hard part is like, you got to like literally talk yourself off the ledge. So like there's the ledge right here, you're on top of it. And most of the time, once you get to that edge, it's almost like you get scared and you try to back away. You got to talk yourself off the ledge. And that's honestly like the hardest part that I've realized throughout my whole entire life, no matter what you're trying to do, that's not even just business advice. That's just like overall self-improvement advice, because like, most people, like, for instance, like, I'll talk about fitness because fitness is, like, the most common one. Most people want to go to the gym, get ripped, or they want to lose weight. And what happens is they commit maybe for, like, a week, maybe even half a month, and then they just, like, they go, oh, I can't do this. And then they talk themselves back behind the ledge rather than off the ledge. And they, you know, maybe start smaller. Like, there's different ways you can do different things. Like, even with, with weight, um, like, if you're trying to watch your weight or, like, lose weight or tone, you just have to figure out what works best for you. So like, you know, for me, I'm trying to go three times a week to the gym. Maybe for you, maybe you have to start off small and maybe only go twice a week or like, maybe even get yourself into like a routine and go once a week, even if you have to, like, I wouldn't suggest once a week, but you got to do what you got to do. Basically, Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, I, I could say it to this, but yeah, you got to basically talk yourself off the ledge. That's really all it comes down to. Um, I'll probably yeah. I'll probably wrap it off with that. But the other one I wanted to talk about too is bouncing back mentally as quickly as possible. And the reason I kind of did that one with this is because it, they they just link together. Um, I realized no matter what I did, I was my worst enemy. Um, I had I'll give you a couple examples of like kind of things that happened to me. I'm actually going to do something right now, and it's actually kind of funny because like. I'm in a place right now because I just mentally bounced back, right? So I just told you um, before, like, I think like about a week ago, two weeks ago, like I kind of hit a low point mentally because I'm like, ah, I'm like kind of like broke. Like, you know, I'm trying to fund a business. I'm trying to finish up school in my last class, which the class they gave me is like three times more uh, because I failed it a couple times. So right now money is tight for me. Like money's literally coming in and almost like going back out because I have debts I have to pay. I have, um, you know, I have a business and I just started. So I'm kind of trying to pay back certain things. What's up? Yep. See, look, Eli joins. What's up, Eli? I got, to um, I forgot to do it like last week. I'll reach out to you after this episode. I promise. But, um, but what do you call it? So I, I went through like that break, right? Where I, I hit rock bottom almost again. Uh, remind me of Steve Jobs. Keep going. Yeah, I guess Steve Jobs. It's probably cause of the beard. Yeah, that's probably why you're saying Steve Jobs. But um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't look at myself as Steve Jobs. But uh, what was I gonna say. Um, kind of. I'll take. I'll take the comment though. Yeah, I'll take the comment. That, hey, this one person tried to insult me one time. Thomas, is off. This is off topic. But uh, this one person tried to insult me because like they're like, oh, like it was an older lady that I knew I was playing golf with uh yeah so and she was like oh like you look like abraham lincoln and i was and she tried to like insult me to get rid of the beard and i was like yo abraham lincoln is the most like even though you tried to insult me like that was one of the best compliments you ever could have given me because abraham lincoln was the reason why like like the the south was fighting the north and like the whole slavery and like you know slavery ended basically because abraham lincoln basically freed a lot of the slaves through the, through the war. And I just like, it, it's just funny. Cause like, I was like, you know, you tried to diss me, but you actually gave me like one of the best compliments in the world. So it's kind of funny. Uh, it's kind of messed up, but, uh, trying to think real quick, but yeah, bouncing back mentally. So that's the topic we're on right now. just got off topic. Cause, uh, perception is everything. Huge compliment. I appreciate it, man. Um, I'm going to say, but, uh, Thomas is, uh, taking my attention away, but, <laughs> but I like it, man. I like how you're engaging with me. Cause like the biggest problem I have with this, with these live streams is like, I get people that jump on, but they don't engage. They don't comment. So I can't, I can't engage back with them. Like, I don't know what they're thinking, obviously. So I can't engage back, but I, I appreciate that you're commenting, man. Cause like it, it helps me a lot. It's more engagement in the, into the live streams. Um, I was going to say, uh, but bouncing back mentally, right? So I I came across this one video a long time ago. I rewatched it again, I think, like two weeks ago. Excuse me. Like two weeks ago. And it was with, I think the guy, the guy is Ed Muir. I think that's how you say his last name, Ed Muir. And uh, he, he was on, like, a Grant Cardone interview, or I think it was Grant. I, I'm pretty sure was, he was on Grant Cardone's Power Players, and they interviewed him. And he was saying, like, the biggest struggle you have is mentally, but the people that are the most successful people are the ones that can bounce back the quickest. So like without the downtime. So most of the time, like let's say you get depressed, right? Like, like I'll give you an example of myself after I explain this, but you get to that depression stage. It's who can handle and get out of the depressed stage as fast as they possibly can. That'll make it over everyone else. Cause most people will hit that depressed pocket mentally and they'll just go into like, a depressed stage for like, let's say like a month, maybe a month and a half. But if you can somehow figure out how to bounce back quicker and maybe instead of it taking you a month to get back, you know, mentally, you can get back within a a day. That's, that's a game changer because what he's trying to say is that the state of mind, how long you stay in that mindset, that downtime that like you wasted basically, or all that time you wasted in that depressed state of mind. That you could have done and converted it to positive energy, and when it did something else, is what screws up a lot of people. Um, and depending on the person, you know, it's pretty bad. Like I've ha- I've met people that like they'll go into depressed stages, or uh, screw that up. Depressed stages for like months at a time, and then you know they they're lost they like screw everything up. But I can give you a couple examples of myself with that. because like I still get them. I, I still get them once in a while because I'm really hard on myself. Um, I had one about a week and a half ago where I slept literally for like 12, like 14 hours. I just went into like this, this depression state where it just drained me mentally and physically. And I just like slept for 12. Like, I just, I don't know why I just sleep for like a long period of time, like more than normal. Like I could sleep the whole entire day, almost like 24 hours kind of thing. But, um, before that, like even going back into my past, I, when I really hit rock bottom was. Um, After, like, my my first ex-girlfriend, there's a whole story that I explained, I think, in one of the episodes. I'm not going to go into great detail, but, like, like, it was, like, a tragic thing that happened, and I had to physically, like, I I think I was in, like, a rock-bottom stage, like, mentally for probably easily, I'd probably say, like, two and a half to three months, and, like, I just destroyed myself within those three months. Like, I I I failed art appreciation which i don't even know how you fail art appreciation i just stopped doing things cuz i was just in a really bad state of mind which i ended up having to take again and i and i already i finished that but it, it just delays like and that's what he uh, that's what i realized what he was trying to say was like the downtime that you put yourself in and the delays that happen as you're putting yourself in that like that's what screws you cuz then i had to go back and take a, um art appreciation again and obviously, I'm bored. So now I'm like, I'm more bored because I've already taken this before. Um, and, then, and then you got to go, you know, I think it was like a four month class. So now I'm delayed four months taking another class. I had to pay out of pocket, right? Because now I got to take the same class again. And financial aid's not going to cover that because, you know, I failed it the first time so, and wasted their money the first time. So you got to realize like it's the downtime how fast can you bounce back mentally when you're getting through stuff? And that's something that I learned that, um, you know, I, I I just, and that's what you guys should be doing. You should be watching like inspiring stuff or like interviews with successful people or whatever. But that's why I came across that was it. I'm pretty sure his name's Ed Mir. I'm pretty sure that's, that's how you say his, his full name. Um, I'll find, I'll find that information later, but, I, you know, I just was watching an interview and I saw that and I was like, wow, it makes a lot of sense. And you just grab it. And like, obviously this guy's worth like millions of dollars. I think he's worth like over 400 million. Uh, keep it up. Positivity. I appreciate it, Thomas. Uh, have a good one. If you're, if you're heading out, so it kind of sounds like you're doing, but, um, I appreciate it, man. I'll try to do what I can for you too. I'll try to, I'll, you know, I'll support you, man. Um, boy's going to say, uh, so bouncing back mentally is like the hardest thing that I learned because you realize you're in the depressed stage, but you don't know how to get back. You don't know how to bounce back and get back to reality or like the, the sanity of being, um, you know, in, in like a straight, thinking kind of like vibe. Uh, it's the best. And I kind of sounded kind of stupid like the way I said it, but I'm trying to figure out like the best. It's kind of hard sometimes when you're on live because like, yeah, I literally come up with things fast as you're talking. I try not to do, like, too big of gaps. Now I'm kind of talking to myself again because Thomas left. But um, but bouncing back as quick as possible is really the key to do like to really getting where you want to go. Because everything's long-term. That's something, you know, I'll probably talk about. Actually, I'll probably write it down. Let me actually write that down now. But I think I did talk about it on an episode about short-term and long-term uh, thinking. But let me write that down really quick. Hang on, guys. Uh, short term short term versus long term I'm pretty sure I did do that the short term and long term I just want to write that down because uh, I'm going to write it on my phone I can't write it on my phone right now because the phone's on Instagram so after that I'll do that but it's really like you got to think of it more of like short term and long term so short term effects and long term long term effect is like it's it's good <coughs> <clears throat> well, I was random, but, um, excuse me, but, uh, long-term is more of like, all right, like I'm going to be in this depressed mind for a, a month to maybe a month and a half. And what's going to happen in between that? Like what, what's suffering because I'm in that depressed stage of mind. Right. So is my schoolwork affected by it? Is, uh, my job like people is, is people around me suffering is, um, you know what's it really affecting long term. Short term is is more of like um you know maybe a week and a half, or uh you know like a week and a half of like in that de- depressed state of mind. I'd say like maybe a month and a half or longer would be like long term more. Uh, short term would probably be like a day day or two or like a week maybe. Uh, uh that's what I would consider short term. But um, that's what you gotta try to figure out how to bounce back, and the and the faster you can figure out how to bounce back. Mentally is is when um, is when basically you'll 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 be able to bypass all that stuff. That's what I realized. Like the the last week, it, I only suffered a day. So I suffered a day of the mental stage, and then and then I got out of it real fast, like real fast. Like I I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh, I gotta get out of the stage of mind. Put on a motivational video and started talking to myself in the mirror, basically to jump myself back off the ledge. That's that's what I did. All right that's something that maybe you can put into your routine. Like, okay. Like, even if you don't talk to yourself now, maybe try to f- use that when you're in like the depressed stage of mind or the depressed, the, the mindset of like being like negative. That's what I would do, but all right. So that's more of bouncing back mentally, but I'm going to talk about a, a thing right now that will probably linger into both of these subjects. And, uh, It's just an example of kind of what's going on because, technically, what's up? Technically, it would, um, you know, technically it would be put into these two topics, and I would, it probably would tear me down. Right now, I'm not in like a position where, you know, I'm like pissed or mad or depressed or anything. But what ended up happening is what's going on right now. Kind of thing is with done deal investments too, but. Um, what's going on right now is for people that don't know, people, most people probably know, I signed up with the digital marketing agency, which I promoted probably back in episode, I don't know, maybe like 25 or something like that, or 26. It was way back. Cause like, this is going back like maybe four or five months ago. What ended up happening was I ended up signing, they offered me packages for like any business. And I picked the best one that I thought that I could possibly use. That wasn't, you know, I picked the middle package only for the fact that I was like, I needed all the stuff they listed, but I couldn't really afford all the stuff that they wanted to put in a package. Um, Because obviously I'm a new business. I don't have a lot of capital. I'm trying to build up business credit. Like there's a lot of things going on within done deal investments that I'm trying to build from nothing. And um, what I figured was, you know, I'd pick the middle one put, you know, I could probably use some of my personal, personal lines of credit, which was, you know, it's kind of what I got forced into doing, which I don't recommend doing by the way. That was one thing I learned after, you know, I started kind of doing it and like in between it, I I started learning about business credit because I wanted to get more capital. And what you have to try to do is never use personal credit with business. Now, after, you know, I went through with them and, and signed with them is when I started kind of using some of my personal credit for the business credit. Now what ended up happening was I signed a a form with them. And basically what happened was now I'm at a point where it's too much. Like I have to, I can't, I can't use my personal anymore. I don't have established business credit to use towards the business because right now uh, I'm working on it. What's up Danielle? Uh, I'm working on it. So basically right now what they're they're trying to do is they're they're saying through the contract that I have with them um, that I'm basically like stuck. Like it's one of those contracts where you're stuck. But um, the funny thing to me with this is like I I call up the person, right, that's in charge of this company for the digital marketing agency or whatever. And they're saying in the contract that if I want to cancel – They're going to charge me 70% of what I would owe them through the contract, which to me is, is weird, but you know, it's whatever. But so anyways, which I didn't see any of this stuff by the way. So when I, when I went with them, I don't think, I think it was on the back of the form and they, they didn't tell me it was on the back of the form. So it was like a sheet, I guess. And on the very, very back of it was all the information on the agreement or something like that which I had no idea about or anything, but I thought it was just like a contract between agreement on the payment. I didn't think it was like a contract between like a 12 year contract or anything like that. So less, so if anyone's listening and you have a business, listen up very closely cause like this is how they get you on a lot of things. So I was like, all right, it's not that bad of a price. I can do it. <clears throat> and like, I'm like, all right, like it's gonna help me create leads. So I'm like, I'll sign this. Right. And I read through what was on the front of the thing and I was like, all right, it doesn't have anything about like a long term commitment, like I have to stay with them for two years. And I and I was like, There's nothing in here where it says like if I want to get out, I can't get out of the contract, right? Like there's no permanent like like you're stuck into the tie of like the agreement or whatever, right? So and I was talking to the owner of the business too. So I was like, you know, I was talking to him about different things on it, and he was like, Okay, fine. So anyways what ended up happening was my per I, using a lot of my personal credit and what ended up happening was like, I'm like, all right, I'm using too much. Like I can't, I can't use this anymore. And they weren't like for four to five months, I wasn't getting any leads. What's up mom. So I wasn't getting any leads right from this company. So in, in my mind I'm like, all right, like I'm not really getting a lot of leads. I don't have any money really to give this company anymore. So I got to call them and talk to them about what we can do together because I can't keep up with the payments that they want. Right. So I get on, so I talked to the, and by the way, like with this company, there's like multiple different departments that work together. Cause like, it's all, they're all about like SEO blogs, like anything related to like SEO. That's why I was trying to use them was I figured I could do other other marketing, but at the same time, they would get me on the online search results and they'd help me with a lot of stuff that would take a lot of my time where I could just push more energy out in different in different areas. What ended up happening was I couldn't, I don't have any more money, right? So I call them, or I talk to one of the people and they're like, all right, you gotta go through the accounting departments. I'm all right, call the accounting lady. Originally, the, the they're like, all right, what we'll do is we'll cut this in half and then I think they said something about like cutting that in half and then pushing the other half to the next payment, which to me didn't make any sense in the beginning because if you're going to cut it in half and move it to the next one, if I can barely afford the first month, how am I going to collect the collateral on the, on the next month? Right? So it's almost like a temporary band aid. It, di- it didn't really help me. It just It might have helped me for maybe like one month. But, you know, it's not going to help me the next month. Then I got to try to, it just gives me a little bit more time. That's what I think they were trying to do. But, so I'm like, all right. So I tried to do that. And then a bunch of different things hit me at once. So like, I'm like, you know, there's too much, there's too much payments that, that, uh, do like my personal stuff. Like now I'm talking a little bit about personal side is like my, I'm taking one side income and trying to divide it. And like, I don't have any more money. And the other thing too is like, I don't have a lot of leads. So I'm not making enough money to pay them, right? That's the problem that I'm hitting right now. So I, call, so I call them again today and she's like, oh, like if you do this, right, you wanna get out of the contract. Cause I'm like, look, I, I don't have any money to give you guys. Like it's not like I have money and I don't want to give it to you guys and I'm not satisfied, you know, and I'm dissatisfied with the service because like I like the service and if I could keep paying you guys I would, but I'm at a point right now where like I have nothing to give you. Like I'm I'm at like broke, like basically like almost like broke even to the point where like I can't give you a nickel. Like it it's it's that bad right now where I can't, you know, I'm like I'm trying to do I'm trying to be courteous to you guys and tell you, like, I can't I can't physically do it. <clears throat> I can't physically do it, and, like, I don't want to not pay you guys. Like, that's the thing. It's, like, I don't want you to keep continuing services, and I can't pay you for the services. Like, I don't think that's fair to you guys. So sh- then she then she went in to say that, like, in the contract, it's there's a, an agreement part on there where it's, like, if, if you want to cancel or buy out the contract, which I think is a, a load of shit, Honestly, I shouldn't have to buy out a contract with you guys. Like I you know, and that's and that's why a lot of people are skeptical about business because of what these guys are doing. They lock they try to lock you into a contract, then when you try to get out of the contract, they try to get you for more like they try to get you for excess amount of money so that way they're safe into the deal. And I think that's why a lot of people like I think I think that's why a lot of people are skeptical about business and stuff like that, is because what they basically did and they didn't tell me this stuff. They didn't. They didn't tell me. Like I didn't. I couldn't read it because it was like hidden in certain areas. <clears throat> and then once I got to it, they tell me at the end. But the funny thing was, she waited until the second phone call to do it. So she didn't even tell me that on the first phone call. Because originally I called, I was like, "Hey, look, here's the deal. I'm getting uh, a secured credit card. I have a limit of 500, because it's a secured card. Meaning I had to put money on the card to get a limit." And I have to build trust with the bank and not overspend the limit and be able to pay them on time to show them that I'm capable of paying certain things on time and I'm not going to screw them if they just gave me a, a credit card for the business, right? Because I don't have any, when you first start on a business, it's like when you first start off on personal credit, it's the same idea. Like if anyone that's out there that's listening to this that doesn't know the difference between business credit and business credit, or I mean personal and business credit, um, it's the same idea. Like. When you first start off with personal credit and you have no lines of credit, you don't have a credit score. So with business, it's a little bit trickier because you're trying to get things from a bank or you're trying to get uh, capital or get a loan or get some type of uh, you know, capital because you're, you're a small business. They look at your business credit, but if you're just a beginning business, you don't have that. So there's ways to do it. But it just it just takes forever. Like the way that most people would probably do it would take about like, I don't know, maybe a year, maybe two years. And what I did with Wells Fargo was they're just like, hey, like we have this resource where you just give us deposit. We'll make it your limit. And then, you know, it's just a safety blanket for the bank. And then once you start showing us that you're capable of making payments, you're building a little bit of credit with us and history with the business, we'll give you your money back. Okay, so that's where some of my cash went, which, you know, I'll get that back eventually. But I think she said it takes like five to six months to create business credit, Uh, just do payments on a credit, you know, the credit card and stuff like that. Um, And just, you know, increase your limits and stuff. Now, I told the lady this and I was like, you know, I have a secured card. I could only put 500 down on it. And I was like, so my limit's 500. So I don't want to put all the stuff that, you know, that payment onto one card and kind of screw myself with the, with the business credit. Like I'm trying to do this right. So I don't want to put too much leverage on the card where I can't pay it back, um, in a, in a reasonable amount of time. And, uh, I don't want, you know, I want, I want the bank to, I want to build credit fast. So I'm like, I'm not going to put that on the card. And I'm like, I don't have a lot of savings. And I'm like, I'm not using my personal credit because, you know, I've already used that for the four to five months and now I'm trying to recover my personal credit from the limits that I got, um, by, you know, charging some of your stuff, your services on there. So I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in a position where I have like $0 to give you guys. And that's when she told me about the 70% that, uh, you have to buy out the contract, which is it you have to pay up to 70% of what the original year contract would be, which I think is the the biggest horseshit in the world because why, why would I buy out my contract for service? You know what I mean? Like why would I buy out my own contract? Like it doesn't make any sense. It's just, it, that's, that's why people get mad. I'm telling you. So if you're a new business owner, be careful, read shit. Uh, the funny thing is I don't even have any assets right now because I don't have business credit. I don't have any, you know, I don't have any loans or anything. I don't have any assets really in the company yet. So even if they, the funny thing in my mind is like, even if it went and they tried to get money from me, I don't even have any assets to the company, which is kind of, you know, it's silly on their part. I don't, I don't know how that works, but um, yeah. So I'm dealing with that. So in reality, before my mental state, you know, I got into the, the perfect mental state. We're talking about mentally bouncing back fast and stuff. It, it's one of those things where I'm not, me- it's not mentally like, Oh shit. Like, what do I do? What do I do? I'm not in that. And I'm not in like a depressed state. I'm just kind of in a, in a place where I'm like, you know, this is why business owners and business people get a bad rep is people like this. You know, you have a person that's trying to do the right thing as someone that went into business with another person and you're trying to be bluntly honest with them. You're trying to tell them like, "Hey, like, I can't afford to do this anymore." And they're trying to basically rip you. And that's why people, you know, people are very skeptical about business. Um, but you're gonna have this. But like, and that's the funny thing is like, that's why I'm not really pissed. Like, I'm just like, all right, like, it's lesson learned. Put it in. Put it as a lesson. Figure out how to get out of it. Fit, figure out the next move. Right. Cause it's just taking steps, figure out the next move and, and learn from it. Read every contract detailed, do, um, do, do whatever you got to do basically and learn from the lesson. That's, that's what you should be doing. Right. So, um, what I'm going to do right now, that, so that, that's going to wrap up the bouncing back mentally as quickly as possible. It's kind of something that tied in. It's a little bit with done deal investments. Um, Trying to think. So now what I'll do is I'll talk about Dundee Investments, some new things I've done with Dundeal Investments and uh some upcoming things. And then from there we'll wrap it up. Cuz I am going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chill for a minute. I got to like chill and I got to do accounting. I got to start doing some accounting homework. So real quick I'll show you what I got for Dundeal Investments. So I put on my car I messed it up. I put it if if anyone sees my car I messed up the bumper stickers. So uh, you can laugh at me when you pass by my car <clears throat> but the other th- the other thing too before I show you the bumper sticker is um i uh I ordered new business cards which I'll eventually have I think probably in the next couple of days and I'll show you guys on like the next the next live stream what it looks like you guys give me your feedback the other thing um that I'm working on is like clothes so I'm working on designing a hat through vista print where it's gonna have the I'll wear it on the next, you know, whenever I order them and I get them on a live stream, I'll wear it to show you guys. It's going to be a hat and it's going to be embroidered with uh, the Dundeele Investment LLC logo. And I want to I wanna start, um, I'm not, I want to really start branding well. So I'm going to try to make everything branded very well. So I got to go back onto social media and change certain elements and like the color contrast. I want it to be green on white rather than green on black. I think it looks a lot cleaner with the white background and then my logo shows a lot better obviously from the white, the white background, which you'll see in a minute on this bumper sticker that I'm going to show you that I customized. So, um, I was going to say real quick, so I'm working on that hat, but I really, they messed up and I really want to get it. So where it says like where the deal is already done. So I'm trying to brand it with the logo and the slogan. That's really what I'm trying to do right now with a lot of the the stuff that I'm ordering. So next thing I'm probably going to order is probably, uh, what do you call them, um, door hangers. And I'm probably just going to go door to door and just try to start hanging things on doors and just start branding locally in the area. So this right here is the bumper sticker. All right. Oh, man, I dropped it. I'm trying to get it so it's not uh, – a. I get on both. Hang on. All right. So that's the bumper sticker. So you can see like it's clean. I actually realized that I messed up on this because I should have put like the social media little logos down here. Then it might've been too congested anyways. So it's whatever. It actually looks really, cr- it actually look like squeaky clean like this. So then you can see I'm, I'm starting to brand or hang on. It's over here. I started branding the logo. And uh, the slogan, where the deal is already done, so you guys can see it. All right. So I try, I tried to do it where, like, I realized, too, I was driving I was driving behind um, my ex-girlfriend one time. And I, I noticed the black contrast didn't show up at all at nighttime. Like, the black would take away from the green writing at nighttime. And I'm like, ah, oh, it kind of sucks. You can't really see it. And so I, I realized, like, you know, I'm, I got to change the background so the color contrast comes together more. Like, originally when I made the bumper stickers, I'm like, all right, the black on green looks great. It looks great because the green pops. But then I realized, like, it was probably bad <clears throat> because um, it at nighttime it didn't come out well. Like, you couldn't see it. It, it was, like, just black on the, the, the green, writing It would go black, basically. So you couldn't see it at night. So I'm like, all right, if I go with white, you can at least see it and it'll catch your eye. And then I'm like, I want to brand the, I really want to start branding the logo and the slogan as much as I possibly can. Uh, so that way when people associate with like real estate or something, they go, oh, I know someone from real estate, done deal investments, LLC. That's, the, you know, where the deal is already done. Right. So that's, that's where, you know, I'm trying to brand a lot more. So if you're in Coral Springs or like this, you know, this general area in Coral Springs, you'll probably start seeing a lot more marketing. The next thing I'm going to start working on is like creating leads. So I I really need some uh, revenue. So I need to start working on leads. And uh, what I'm going to start trying to focus on is maybe spending some money through the credit card as I pay things down and stuff. And start using some of the credit card, um, like some of that money, and use it towards generating like social media leads. So like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, like, so, you know, all the social media or online outlets to start generating some leads. The other thing I want to work on too is I want to create a click funnels for done deal investments. And that's going to help create a lot more, um, like more leads, but click funnels is really designed to do is it's supposed to make it so you kind of break even on leads or at least gain a little bit of revenue back. (coughs) sorry, excuse me. But, um, so that, that's why I'm going to try to use click funnels too, but I might, you know, I might just set up a click funnels and then start using maybe some paid advertising to generate some traffic to the click funnels. And hopefully the click funnels can convert some leads for me. So that's, you know, that's what I'm trying to do with done deal investments right now. I'm just trying to really brand as much as possible, get more active on social media, uh, pick up a phone and start calling like, you know, more people. Um, I got to figure out something to create a lot more leads and that's, that's, you know, and that's, you know, and I'm telling you that not to, to kind of highlight, Oh, like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's more of the fact of like, I want you to see that I'm not scared to fail. And I want you to see that like, all right, I'm paying attention to like, all right, I I didn't do this right. So now I got to come over here and focus on this and, and get better at this. Right. Like I'm good at marketing. Like I was telling my friend, like I put I put the bumper sticker on wrong, right? I put it on a slant almost, but it was because I was rushing too. But I put it on a slant, and he he made fun. He was laughing at me, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, it's bad business, or whatever." And I was like, I was like, I was like, maybe, but I'm like, I'm just trying to brand and get it out there. I'm like, I'm more of a marketer rather than like putting something straight onto a car, like. Uh, even though it kind of sounds bad. But the the point I was trying to make was, you know, uh, my skill set isn't putting bumper stickers on cars. My skill set is marketing. I'm like, look at that sticker. How clean and fresh does that sticker look? And he was like, yeah, it does look pretty clean. And I was like, yeah, because I'm a marketer, not someone that puts stickers on cars or bumper stickers on cars. You know, that's my skill set. So, you know, I got to I'm working on my weaknesses, but I'm also trying to work a lot more on my strengths. Cause that's what I'm learning through different uh, mentors is you want to work. A lot of people don't work a lot and focus a lot on their strengths. They focus a lot on their weaknesses and that's what slows them down. But I have to get better at um, lead generating because that's the, that's one of the most important things I'm realizing right now is because now I'm coming really low on capital. And I'm like, all right, I gotta go and build more leads. Like, I gotta bring in more sales, right? So now I gotta focus on leads. So it's probably gonna end up happening. Is um. What's up? What? It? Uh, so. <clears throat> yeah, that, that's what I'm figuring out. So when I talk to you about like done deal investments and stuff like that, and like maybe you look at something, and you're like, oh, like he doesn't know what he's doing, or like, oh, it doesn't look good, you know. Uh, the reason I'm telling you some of this stuff is because I want you to understand. Like, no one's perfect. Like, no one, no one goes into business and goes, "All right, like, I'm I'm perfect," and they make a thousand sales a day and they do whatever, right? Um, I've, funny enough, I've never owned a business. But the reason I started a business be, was because I've always had the desire. I've always had the dream. I've always had like, <clears throat> I pay attention to a lot of detail and a lot of things. And I'm like, oh, if this person would have just done this, they would have gained all this. Or, you know, I was always the one to, like, tweak things or, like, mess with things and go, oh, like, I looked at everything differently. Ask any one of my friends, they'd tell you, like, yeah, he's always interested in business. I talked about opening coffee shops. I talked about, you know, so I knew that it it was a dream of mine to own a business. And when I came across, like, wholesale real estate or just real estate in general, I realized the demand was there. So real estate is obviously not going anywhere. The demand is there. There's plenty of people you can help out with homes. And I'm like, there's all, it, it, it intrigues me. Like it's something that really does interest me because one of my biggest passions is helping people. <clears throat> the second thing is owning my own business. Third thing is um, doing something where I'll, I can help and affect a lot of people and give back to people, uh, which obviously real estate is one of them. And then the, the other thing was... Um, <clears throat> was I, I really, it really intrigues me with like, for instance, like home inspections. Eventually I'll get to that course and start doing that. And I'll, I can I'll probably talk about home inspections on like a future live stream. But um, once I graduate this last college class, that's one that's my next, my next move is to try to push and figure out how to do some courses on home, um, home inspections, sorry, home inspections. And that'll get me more of an understanding of like the structures Of the home, you know, the regulations for Florida, it's something that'll definitely help me out tremendously in, uh, in done deal investments as as an owner, as a real estate participant, um, overall helping more people because I'll understand more of the conditions of their homes. So, you know, that's what I'm trying to show you guys is if you want to go and do something, you just got to go and do it. And there's going to be consequences, going to be losses, there's going to be gains, there's going to be, Uh, you know, you might get into some sticky situations, but the, the strong, the strong will prevail and the weak will die off. I mean, that's just, that's just human nature. I mean, that's the, that's the circle of life basically. So, you know, you can stay home and and be comfortable and, and, and kind of build a life that you think you want. And then later on 20, 40 years from now, when you're about to retire and you're like, "Ah, I didn't do anything, you know, that's, that's on you, but. I, I knew from a very, very young age at 18 that I wanted to do a lot more than most people. I wasn't most people. I was completely different than most people. So you know that's why I did the business. That's why I was like, you know I gotta I gotta just do it and then at you know it's it's kind of like a sport, like maybe it as a sport. like let's say you wanted to go play baseball and and you're like kind of scared. you're like, I don't know how to play baseball at first, you have no idea what you're doing. You have the idea of the concept maybe but you're really bad at the sport. And eventually over time, as you practice and keep going, you get better at the sport, right? That's, that's why I look at this when I'm presenting it to you is like, all right, I'm a new business owner. I've only been in a business. I haven't even been into business for a year yet. I think it's now like seven months maybe, but I'm also doing a lot of other things. So once I get out of college, I can definitely focus a lot more attention on this. And then, you know, eventually I'm not going to be working for Broward college forever. Eventually, I'm going to have to get away from Broward College and move on to something else. But my plan is to graduate college, right? So get get my two-year degree. Use the two-year degree to boost and get out of part-time and go into full-time. Um, and then start at, like and then start trying to get done deal investments going and start um, adding different elements where I can help me with revenue streams. It can help me, you know, help more people. Now, I have ideas. I just got to... The hardest thing that I'm going through right now is—I'm uh, gonna wrap this up in 30 seconds—but I gotta get through the counting one class. So that's the hardest thing right now. That's why I gotta put all my attention to. But anyways, we'll talk about more on the next live stream. So my name's Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments. Where the deal is already done. Reach out to me about World Ventures. Reach out to me if you wanna meet up. I to hit up Eli right now and uh, probably at Thomas. Peace.